welcome back to the podcast that explores the world within and out. And thank you for subscribing to Traveling Inside Out, wherever you get your podcast. And if you could rate it on Apple Podcasts or IMDb, I would be so grateful because it will help me to be found by other listeners like you. Thank you. Before getting into today's episode, I have to tell you that I am running a giveaway uh, this week on my Instagram profile. So go ahead, check Alina's Underline Wonders on Instagram, follow the rules, and you will be able to win three cup warmers. If you want to know the rules, wait until the end of this episode and I will tell you more about it. Let me be like one of those uh, news anchors that are always saying at the beginning of a month, can you believe it? It's already November. Can you believe it that Halloween is gone? Can you believe yeah, Like, you know. Um, so, I'm not sure if your country celebrates this and if it does in what kind of manner. But Romania is celebrating Day of the Dead, which for a long time I thought that is Day of the Death. Um, even though in Romanian it's Day of the Dead, Ziua Murților. Um, I'm not in Romania this year, um, and I don't think it is celebrated in Iceland, or at least not in the same way that it is uh, celebrated back home. Uh, but I, ha I decided to talk about it because I, I still think it's so, so interesting. It is celebrated on, it, and this is what's so weird, it's celebrated on 1st November or, you know, 2nd of November, but I think a lot of people are celebrating it during the weekend. I, I'm trying to really remember exactly when it's celebrated. And normally, as far as I knew, it was on 1st of November. A lot of people are saying that 1st of November is the Saints' Day. And so this is a Day of the Dead is celebrated after it on 2nd of November. And I think this is a confusion between... Um, the religion that you're following. So either way, it's celebrated the beginning of November. It is very similar with Dia de los Muertos, which is celebrated in um, uh, Mexico or maybe other Spanish communities or uh, Hispanic countries in uh, South America. But since I haven't been in Mexico for that day, I'm just going to talk about it from uh, Romania. It is also known as the commemoration of all the faithful departed. And according to local legends, it is believed that the gates between the two worlds open and those who are not among us anymore, they are able to visit. Now, to be completely honest, I don't believe this bullshit. Um, like, I, I don't, if I, I, if I believe that if there are ghosts or people who move on, they can still be among us, I don't believe that is going to be in a specific day. I believe that that would happen regardless. So, and if it's not, 
when you die, you just die and that's it, then clearly that's just whatever. However, I do have to mention that in Romania, it's mostly, as far as I know, it's mostly or it's called differently and celebrated in another time outside of Transylvania. So this holiday is celebrated mostly in Transylvania. And what I loved about it is that, so I went twice um, when I was living back in Romania a couple of years ago. And what's so interesting is that I never knew how big it is up until I went there. Because I knew about people celebrating, like going to the graveyards and really uh, like bringing flowers to the, to the graveyard of their loved ones or like whoever passed on and cleaning the area and making everything so nice. Except when I went the first time, first and foremost, there were police officers at the beginning of the road towards the graveyard kind of to direct the traffic and to block cars who would go there because there would be a lot of people walking towards the graveyard. So that was the first thing. And I'm like, oh, wow, okay, this is really organized. When police officers from the traffic are coming to help out with stuff, I'm like, oh, okay. Um, and probably also to kind of make sure that there's not going to be a burglary or anything like that. Then the second thing that shocked me was that there were some people who were selling sweets. And I was like, what? Oh, I mean, this is coming from the person who is trying her best when she's visiting a new place to visit the graveyard. Because I will get into this in another episode, maybe, or on my blog. But I was from the beginning why would you sell things to eat in a graveyard? I'm sorry, but that's a bit too much for me. Um, except I understood why immediately after. So you know how Halloween people go, kids go from door to door, and they are treat or, trick or treat, um, and then they get sweet. Well, this is kind of the Halloween part of us because of 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 uh, Transylvanian community, let's just say, because children are getting sweets, and it's supposed to be you give basically offerings in the name of the person uh, from like the person that you know that have deceased, and because children are believed to be the pure source and so on, you usually want to give to give it to children, and this is why slowly like from giving an offerings for others, then it came to give it to kids, so then it, ga it came to give, I mean, kids like sweets, right? So you would see families, um, and usually it happens by the sunset slash dark, like around sunset time, because there are a lot of candles you bring a lot and it's so beautiful to see so many candles in the graveyard it's really truly so beautiful and of course that it's also a bit spooky if i may 
but since there are so many people around, like you, you're not, you're not going to, you know, get be like, like, oh my God, what's happening? Um, so yes, you you give the candy to children, so you will see the first. Um, you will see the uh, grown-ups that they are taking care of the graveyard, and you know we, they are talking. And then you have children that are running around from one graveyard to another, trying to score some candy. It's like so. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's really weird. Really, really, really weird. Um, the, the main point, as far as I remember, was that you are supposed to celebrate. So Romanian culture has, in some way, a more positive approach when it comes to the graveyard and it comes to the people who have passed on. So you are kind of celebrating them. And you go to the graveyard and you clean, as I said before, you clean the area, you bring fresh flowers, and you bring, um, you clean the place, you know, if it has been leaves or whatever. Now, the interesting thing is that apparently back in the day, you were supposed to bring clean water as well. And again, because the children are the pure source, the clean water was brought by the children to the graveyard. So, uh, because I think it was believed that the, uh, the soul of the past one will come back and they will need the water to clean themselves or something like that, which when I, have, when I, when I say it, it sounds like the hell are you talking about? But I mean, that's what it was. Now, Another interesting thing is that I read an article wrote about an ethnographic uh, person who works in a museum, and they were saying that this actually came mostly from the Romano-Catholic um, church, and then it has been taken by the other uh, religions as well, because like 40 years ago, it wasn't celebrated at all in, um, in Romania, or at least not in this capacity. Now, granted, I'm too young to know whatever happened before, and granted that it's not so easy to talk about things that we weren't celebrating like 30, 40 years ago, because Romania was a communist country. So some of the things we might not have been allowed to celebrate. So, you know. The truth is somewhere in in between, I would say. Um, but they are saying that this celebration that happened uh, beginning of November is coming from medieval times when people were actually going to the cemetery to pray for the soul of the ones who have passed on and to pray for themselves as well. And it, it, it seemed to be something like, again, the gate was open between the ones who passed over and the, the people who are still alive. And it seemed that it was <laughs> like, kind of like the prayers would work best then because they would really hear you. So they would be able to really help you with wherever you might have uh, needed. 
and so I um, I still want to tell you a little bit more about my experience when I went um, into different years. Now, the thing is that I live very close to, uh, to the graveyard where my grandparents are buried and an uncle. And I've been there since they were both alive. They have both their... Uh, place in the graveyard way, way, way before they have passed on, or many years before. Um, so we would always go by the graveyard um, to kind of make sure that it's still intact and so on. But as children, my brother and my cousin and I, we would just go there for the sake of passing time for some reason. Um, it changed a lot because the way to the graveyard, it used to be just a landfill with sunflower. Now there's buildings, there's a house, there's a, an actually like a, a small football terrain. It's, um, there are some garages on one side. There's like some villas uh, or a restaurant place done on, on the same land. So we used to love it more because it seemed that we are just straight up a few steps away from going to basically being in nature, right? Now it's not the same. However, I'm still going there quite often because from the graveyard, there's a beautiful view towards the rest of the city or uh, the rest of the town. So since I love going to higher places to see the perspective over a city or a town and so on, it's of course always, it's, I think it's also like a nostalgic thing for me because I have used, I used to do this so much when I was younger, but it always, I always feel so calm when I go to a cemetery. So this time around, it was my first time going for this holiday, Day of the Dead, to go to the cemetery. I didn't expect so many people. I didn't expect so many children running around. I didn't expect for people to sell stuff. I didn't expect police officers. But that wasn't so surprising. I decided to just go randomly because I, w I wanted to take pictures and I did, did take some beautiful pictures. But what broke my heart was that a lot of people, when they were cleaning the graveyard, there was a lot of, uh, for example, candles that were like almost done and they were in a sort of a plastic support or um, all sort of, you know, from the flowers that they brought uh, before, whatever. So the the thing was that everything was so lovely and so clean and beautiful by the graveyards. But as soon as you do one step behind, there was so much trash that really broke my heart. And I was like, well, I guess it's supposed for the cleaning machine or like car or whatever truck to come and take this one. But I've been a, a few, like a, a week later, and they, it was not taken. It was still there. The whole trash, 
literally one step behind the graveyard. And it was so, 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 so upsetting because I'm like, look at you. You're so, like, how can you be so hypocrite? It's literally the same with putting the dirt under the rug. Like when you clean something, you're supposed to clean it nicely and not make a mess. Literally one step in one side, you know, like, like that's not how this works. So I really hated it. And I hated the overuse of plastic. Like, can you not? We didn't used to use so much plastic. And there were a lot of older people that I promise you, back in the day, they wouldn't use it so much. Now, the thing was like, um, one funny bit that happened was that um, when I was still going through all these, you know, graveyards and trying to take pictures of the graveyard, not of the people, I didn't try to take, like, I'm always trying my best not to take pictures of people because I wouldn't like to be taken picture of me, you know, without my, um, without me being like, yeah, you, it's okay for you to do that. Um, so, of course, that it was a funny moment when um, a Roma woman, gypsy woman, she was, <laughs> she was just sitting down. She had a lot of bags filled with stuff. And she looks at me. I only went to the graveyard. I didn't have any money on me. I didn't have anything because I didn't know what to expect. I only had my keys and my phone in my hand, like nothing else. So I pass by her and she's like asking me to give her something. And I look at her bags and I'm like, look at her. And I'm like, don't you have enough though? And I thought that I kind of said it like somehow for her not to hear me, but she heard me. So she started yelling at me and she's like, what are you talking about? Aren't you ashamed of yourself? It's like you didn't come to the graveyard to ask for stuff. And I'm like, what are you even, like, what? So I just went away and I'm like, I'm not about to fucking get into a fight in the graveyard with a gypsy woman. Like, I'm not, like, what is even this about? Like, what are you even talking about? Um, and so then I moved on. And then the second thing that was really interesting to me so this is the thing i really dislike priests i don't care what you're going to think i really dislike priests because the majority of them are just making a business out of this church and believing thing and actually uh, recently a few weeks ago an article came out about how the main person in charge of the Orthodox uh, Church in Romania is actually a businessman. And they were showing proof of how, because the church doesn't pay taxes, and how it's, it was like a whole thing. It was a whole mess. A lot of people who are indoctrinated are like, no, you don't get to speak bad about our priest. A lot of other people are like, yep, we kept telling that church needs to be paying taxes because they are just taking advantage of our money and so on. 
So that aside, my idea is that I really believe that the church should pay taxes, and I really believe that they are taking advantage a lot on um, of people who are most of the time needing them in desperate times. And I still have a very bad uh, memory when my grandma passed away that we extra paid them for, you know, to give a small talk and to ta 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 So I, I don't want to get into that. But what I'm going to tell you <laughs> is that I was... Um, in my walking through the graveyard, I saw at some point that some priest, there was a young priest, who was saying a few words uh, in front of a um, uh, tombstone, right? You know, so it was the family there as well. And I just wanted to see how how that works, basically. So I was staying kind of far away, but still looking at the thing. So he said a few words, and then he shook hands with everyone in the family, and one of the person, while shaking the hand, wanted to give some money, some bribe, basically, to the priest. And I looked and I'm like, yeah, of course, of course that this happens. And in my mind, I was like, oh, I was already like the freaking priest. He is. And then I look again and the priest gives the money back to the person. And then the person and he's saying like, no, no, it's not needed. It's not needed. And the other person still wants to give the money. And he's like, no, no, respectfully, please don't. So then what do I do? The priest leaves, and I start following the priest in the graveyard. And I was, like, trying to make myself not that obvious because, you know, I wanted to uh, see if the priest is really not taking money from anyone or, like, what's going on because I've never seen a priest ever not accepting bribe. Never, ever, ever until that moment. So... The priest stops because someone is like, would you be so kind to come to my, to my place as well? And he's like, yeah, 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 except that I've, al I've already kind of been booked by this family and that family. So as soon as I can finish this, I can come and maybe hopefully I will have time to come and buy your thing as well. And I'm like, oh, okay. So he's being booked for this gig. <laughs> I, I'm thinking, like, okay, okay, okay. So then he keeps going again and he's doing the same thing somebody's trying to put money and he's not accepting anything and i'm like oh man then he goes or yeah he goes again and i'm following and i'm like okay i need to i need to see what's going on so he goes farther away and i didn't want to go so close to him so i Stayed way, way, way farther away. Meanwhile, I got distracted by some children that were like, uh, I don't remember exactly, but they were having a sort of a fight or an argument. And then I look again at the priest. I didn't manage to see very well if he accepted money again or not. 
But I was impressed. And I have to say that this was like 15 minutes of me following the priest through the graveyard, <laughs> trying to make it look like I'm not actually doing that. And I don't think that he actually realized that I was following him. <laughs> Luckily, there were a lot of people, and I kept making it look like I'm um, taking pictures of different graveyards and so on. So, um, yeah, that was my story. <laughs> <laughs> and I also have to say, when I was younger, I read a lot of books of like Sherlock Holmes or Agatha Christie or even Tom Sawyer had at some point a detective book uh, thing. And I loved, and Jules Verne, and I loved those books a lot. And uh, I always wanted to be a private investigator when I would grow up. So that moment kind of satisfied uh, my need of like, I want to solve the puzzle of like da 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 da, -da. <laughs> even though I'm not 100% sure if he didn't accept the money uh, the next time when he did it. But still, uh, following a priest in the graveyard, how many, how many people can say that they've done that? N almost none, right? Okay, yeah. So <laughs> that's my story. I um, also haven't celebrated Halloween because I don't want to celebrate Halloween. Uh, so, uh, I'm curious to know more about your uh, Halloween, if you are celebrating or if you're celebrating the Day of the Dead. You can get in touch with me, you know how. And because you made it to the end of the episode, I can tell you about the giveaway. All you have to do is to be subscribed to my newsletter, monthly newsletter. And you can do that by going to Alina's Underline Wonders on Instagram. Check the link in bio and you can very well uh, subscribe to my newsletter there. Or you can simply subscribe to my newsletter. Just check the um, podcast notes. You also have to find the picture in which I'm mentioning the giveaway and comment, follow my uh, Instagram page and comment with your favorite fall drink on the picture that I'm mentioning the giveaway. So three things. Follow Alina's und Underline Wonders on Instagram. Comment on the picture with your favorite fall drink. And... Subscribe to the newsletter, to my monthly newsletter. Three things, and you will get three cup warmers plus a tiny surprise from me. The contest is open until I will announce the winner on the November 12th. And it's open for anyone, anywhere in the world. That being said, this concludes today's episode. Thank you for listening. And if you want to get in touch with me, you can do so by emailing to alinaswonders at gmail.com. Until next time, follow your dreams and stay true to yourself.